Freedom is not a gift from government. Freedom is a gift from God. Welcome to the Andrea K show. She's blonde, 5 foot 2, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here yes. she is, Andrea K. <laughs> yes, indeedy. And I'm back in the studio tonight. Oh, my. Yeah, you know what? Y'all thought I might get a little too comfy sitting on my sofa at home. But you know what? I can't stay away from uh, my home away from home. I think in some ways I just feel more at home here in the studio behind the mic at TheAnswerSanDiego.com than I I feel anywhere, really. This is my time to be with my peeps, my family out there. Love you guys so much. Whether you're watching on the Answer San Diego Facebook page right now, follow me on the socials, especially join me over at OurFreeNation.org. Because there will come a time uh, fairly recently in which I will be leaving uh, any big tech platforms beyond the occasional picture of Gator. Because I am serious when I talk about the big tech tyranny that's going on that's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse as we get close to the election in 2020. And and I'm not even referring to the midterms. As cl- The closer we get to... The um, recall election here, which is actually beginning to get even more national coverage, the more they're going to begin censoring us. The more the truth comes out about the elections, the more they're going to begin censoring and deplatforming any conservatives. Uh, And the more that uh, we try to push back in any way, the more that they're going to be looking to round up any of us that might share any ideology with anybody who was near the Capitol on January 6th. So go to OurFreeNation.org. We will have a segment a little bit later with Annalisa Parekh, I believe is how you pronounce her name, from the New American is going to be here to tell us about the collusion between big tech and the Democrat Party as it relates to the elections. There's breaking news on that for us to cover tonight. 888-344-1170. Before I bring in my man here, I teased him before the show. He's, you know, by the, by the time six o'clock rolls around, by the way, he's, he's been doing a lot of other shows and he, sometimes he can be a little cranky pants. And I love that because I like keeping him on his toes inside joke there. Um, but here's my question for you all out there and my man. Somebody suggested to me today, given everything that's going on that we will be referencing tonight, the forthcoming shutdowns, which is all about trying to force the jabs right now. Somebody said to me before the show, you got to start pushing that Trump needs to come out in the no jab position. Do you think that is effective strategy, given the fact that one of what is considered by many, including Democrats, as being one of his successes amidst this this COVID nightmare that we had last year, which was the fast tracking, his ability to to draw upon him, drawing upon his ability, his experience in partnering with government and putting together government and business in order to to problem solve, in order to maximize the private sector uh, he was able to he was able to in record time to get these jabs out. And many, many Americans really want these. No, I'm not going to refer to them as vaccines, because when they're telling you that now there's a push for a third jab, they're telling you, you got to wear masks. They're telling you that people who have been jabbed can spread it and actually spread it as much, if not more than non jabbed people. Then it's not a vaccine. OK, you can't call it that. <laughs> um should President Trump come out in the no jab position when at least 12,000 people, as reported on VAERS, have died from it? That's my question of the day for you guys, 888-344-1170. My question for you, my dear friend, DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman. I have my veto pen drawn and ready, and I have only one thing to say. Go ahead. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. So I'll answer your question with the question. No jab or freedom of choice? No jab. 
anti-jab. And there, I don't think he should go anti-jab because I think if we are about freedom, I don't think we're about telling people they can't do something or they shouldn't do something. Do I think he's going to do it or what do I think he should do? I think he should do. I don't oh, think he's no. going to come. I, I, yeah. I think the best thing he could do, right, he should do it tomorrow, is he should come out and say, you know what, these vaccines were – Okay, that, that's what he's going to call them. These vaccines were a success. I got them out in record amount of time. If people want to take them and they help them, that's great. But for those of you that don't want to take them, I stand by you. And it should be your choice to not take them as well. I think he should go almost to the no jab position by coming out into many mistakes that he made. Oh, I agree with I that. Think he should, I think he should come out and say that um, it was a mistake to follow Fauci and lock down this country. I agree country. with you 100%. That's because what they're trying to push these potential lockdowns going forward. Too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think he should come out and take a firm stance and come to the microphone and do a press conference, do it, do it or, or do it at a rally and say, you know, I, I did. I, I had to make decisions. I would never want to be in his shoes that he was. Oh, in. I wouldn't. He had to make decisions on the basis of the information he had at the time. I think he needs to say, I drew upon my expertise in my many years of the business world to put together the people that were so-called experts within the U.S. government and the, and the private sector in order to facilitate getting these shots out there. However, I they am— They were wrong, and I was wrong. However, I'm not a scientist, and in hindsight— and we better be looking back in hindsight. We better be evaluating the decisions that were made. It was a mistake to ever shut down this government for 14 days. Mask, uh, according to— uh, Fauci himself, masks do not work. And he could reference, I, I did on my show, I referenced 47 peer-reviewed studies that prove that masks don't work and 30-something studies that prove that they're harmful to people to wear. He could reference those studies. He could come out and say that it was a mistake for any governor, governor in, 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 and even if he contradicts DeSantis, he should come out on the side of freedom and say it was a mistake. What we know now is that even people in the highest risk categories start with a 99.4% recovery. That's where they start. That's where it starts. And what he needs to do is he needs to come out and say, theirs, which has about a 5% reporting rate, has reported 12,000 deaths. That's a lot of deaths as a result of these shots. I was not in a lab. I did not create these. I fulfilled a demand on the part of my constituents because we are a representative government and this is what you people said that you wanted and I made it happen. However, it is clear that people are dying as a result of these. And it's, and, and what and, and on top of it, I tell you something else, I might have made a mistake with the 14 days going along with Fauci, fraud Fauci, and he needs to come out and say that. He needs to say he should have fired Fauci. One of the things he needs to come out strong was, on is that he was right with hydroxychloroquine. He was right to back, back doctors that were treating patients in the field. And nobody is talking about the fact that of the however hundreds of thousands of people legit died from COVID, about at least 60 to 70 percent of them lives could have, and I'm going to say it would have been saved had they been treated early instead of done like people that I know told when they first present symptoms to stay at home until their fluids have filled up and they've got pneumonia completely preventable deaths and also that they could push out these jabs because you can't get these jabs out there under the you have to in order to use the emergency act 
You have to say that there's no alternative. There was alternatives and they were denied and people died. And I think that's what Trump should come out and say. And going forward, never should the United States of America ever impose any mandate on any human being involving a mask, involving six foot distancing. This is communism of what's happening in terms of seizing our businesses. It was communism then and I shouldn't have gone along with it. And I made a mistake. And going forward, if you want to take the take the jab, take the jab. You want to wear a mask, wear a mask. But there should be no government intervention in any way that controls our lives and our movements and our whereabouts. I'll tell you this, Andrea. He should say all of that, but I'm going to preface, especially if he's running for president, if that is in the back of his mind, he needs to come out and say that. And if he's not going to run again for POTUS, then why the heck not come out and say it? He should, and let me tell you why he should say it anyway. Because the, because if we're going to look back and do an autopsy, which is what I believe you have to do, I, in my corporate sales career, we never came out of a sales call. We never hung up the phone where we did not sit there and go, okay, what did I do well? What could I have done better? What is my areas of opportunity? How can I improve, right? This is just how my brain works. So it, it's not being critical or it, it's critiquing, not necessarily being critical. Critical is fault finding. I don't fault find, but I do analyze and say, what could have been done better? <clears throat> um. There's much that Trump could have done better, right, in this scenario. And one of the things that he could have done is he could have gone as president. One of the things he could have, in my opinion, opinion, should have done is not been thinking about whether or not he was going to run for office again. Right now, he shouldn't be thinking about whether or not he's running for office again. He should be thinking about what is the right thing to say to the American people? What am I standing for? He, he allowed the, the can to be kicked down the, down the road a little bit and put some things off for midterms and then for his reelection. And what he should have done is gone scorched earth. And what he needs to do right now is go scorched earth. Well, I agree with you. I'm just saying if he knows in his mind without shadow of a doubt that he is running, even though he hasn't told anybody, that that should come out sooner rather than later because that can only work in his favor. I, I agree. And I think that if, if he, it, the reason why he's staying silent on this and he's not pushing for freedom uh, it is because I do think he's thinking about running in 2024 and he doesn't want to offend people. And you know what? That's a mistake because when he came down the escalators in 2015 and he talked about Mexico He wasn't worried City, about offending he people. He wasn't worried about offending people. And you know what? That's what got him elected. When you start worrying about what people think as a politician. Trump. No. That's when you go Democrat light. And quite frankly, last year in, in the coronavirus, he went Democrat light. In fact, he followed the far left Democrats. Uh, case in point, what do we have going on right now? We have communism in the form of the government. The, uh, Nancy Pelosi comes out today and says the CDC absolutely has the right to tell landlords that they can't evict anybody. You show me in the Constitution where anybody in the Centers for Disease Control has the right to interfere in, in between a, a business owner and a, and a customer because that's what it is. On a contract. On a contract. What that is, in effect, is the government seizing control of private property. So I've argued for years when people argued with me, oh, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not communism, Andrea, if, if they don't own the means of production. Well, there's a variety of different ways to own the means of production. I've been saying for 10 years, you don't have to have the pink slip to own the means of production. All you, if, you, if you have the ability, if a government regulates 
industry by controlling what it can pay, who it can hire, how much production it can do, how does it go about doing the production, whether or not the restaurant's allowed to stay open. Right now in San Diego, they're now saying, you better tear down. You've got till September 6th to tear down these outside sitting places that we allowed you to build up after we shut you down on the inside. That's communism. It is communism to tell a property owner what they are allowed to, who they are, who they, who they are allowed to rent to and, and what, who they have to keep on their property. How was that? How was that? Somebody tweeted today, I think it was a Dinesh D'Souza or Matt Walsh, maybe who said, or Matt Couch, that that is forcing them to be slaves, basically, because they have to most landlord landlords are almost like small business owners. It's like somebody owns a property and they take maybe their uh, their equity in a property and they buy a little second, you know, condo that they rent out. These aren't these aren't necessarily your your Jeff Bezos's of the world. These people have to work to be able to pay that second mortgage that they rent out. I know this because I've rented in San Diego. Anytime I've rented, I've rented from I've rented private uh, condos from private owners, and every one of them was a small business owner. One of which was a retired uh, U.S. military person who's just trying to you know get into real estate and stuff. He couldn't afford he couldn't have afforded if I didn't pay the rent. It would have bankrupted him. This is communism going on, and, and, and that started under Trump. I think he needs to come out and say, look, this has gone too far. I, you know, I bought into these bad models of 20 million people would die if I didn't go along with it, and you know what? It was crap. It was junk modeling. It was Enron math. Fauci's a fraud. This is communism being perpetrated. The virus is real, but people were killed because they, they were denied treatment and shoved into nursing homes when you couldn't go say goodbye to your, your mother who was dying. I'm I'll, I'll tell you what, break. before we take a break, uh, if he does not come out at some point in time very soon and say that, I don't think even if the elections are uh, taken care of between now and then where they're, where they're more secure, I don't think he'll win. No, he's not. DeSantis is already uh, – if you looked at the straw poll in CPAC – DeSantis uh, was already really close on his heels. Um, And I think that the only reason why DeSantis is not overtaking him at this point is because um, a question of whether or not DeSantis on a national level could really capture 75 million voters in the in the way that Trump in in the way that Trump could. Going to take a break. We come back Going to shift gears, get into some other topics. And I want to hear from you guys. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. Uh, there's word going around San Diego now that... Uh, Gavin Newsom, which we will talk about his recall in a moment, uh, you know, Newsom has mandated uh, all state workers as well as healthcare workers have to either be jabbed or take a COVID test, I think, at least once a week. And those tests can be expensive. Well, not only that, but uh, evidently they're in short supply. I heard that as well. Yeah. So how convenient. Gee, just so you can't seem to get that test done. Well, you want to work. Yeah. You want to get that paycheck. I guess you just better get jabbed. Right. Um, we know that the the Biden uh, word is the uh, leaking out of the White House that Biden is going to be announcing uh, more mandates, and and we know the shutdowns are coming. How do we how do we shut down the shutdowns? I tell you how we do it. I, I, everybody says they're not taking it. Everybody says they're not taking it. If you I actually, don't mean a few people. I mean everybody. Everybody. 
It is time for civil disobedience. It is time to say, if you're a business owner and you are getting pressured, like in New York, like uh, Cuomo's pressuring, telling businesses, it's time for you to say, you know, uh, no, you know, to check statuses, vax statuses of, of customers and, de- and deny. Again, that's communism, trying to tell businesses what they're allowed to do, what they're not. And you think about it but from a business you, perspective, you know how many, especially small businesses are going to be affected by that when they lose half their business, let's say, because they're not serving the unvaccinated? Right. I'm if you're a rest, but think if you're a restaurant that you suffered enough last year and now and now, uh, you know, you desperately want to be open and you're you're sitting here going, well, 70 percent have gotten vaccinated. You know, maybe the way for me to go is to demand people get get the jab. Maybe that's the way for me to stay open is to take the side of, of the majority. Right. Um, but I'm telling you, you if you're a business in San Diego and you and you put that on the on the window. I'm telling you, you never get another dime from me. I love entrepreneurs. I'm so pro-entrepreneur, but I'm, I'm pro-liberty and freedom more than I am an entrepreneur. And I will protest you to the end of time. If I have to do business with somebody who's a commie, I'm not going to support you as a small business. I'm not going to support you. And you know you. what? Let's put it uh, this way, Andrea. They do that. They might lose the business of somebody like you. Let's say the pandemic ends eventually and things go back to normal there is a distinct possibility you still might not go back there. It's never, yeah, it's, it, by the way, this is never going to end. There's, there's, a, we are, we are soon to hear about a fourth jab being required. If they can get you to, to even entertain putting a mask on your face on a Delta variant in which there is, they've already admitted they, they're not testing for, then you have already submitted to communism and you are not reachable to me. Andrea, if, look, wait, hang on. You're if, a moron. If, if they can't test for it, and then how do they, how do they know it's more it's more deadly? They don't. And what they what they're doing is pushing everybody to go out and run out and get tested again. They're 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 this the they know they don't have the legal right to mandate an employee get jabbed, right? So then it's like you can either get jabbed or get tested, right? And one of the things that helps them is they know, as we've talked about many times, that these PCR tests or whatever these tests are, and you can read it right on the CDC's own website that it says that they're testing for everything, including coronavirus. So it, 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 it and that's why we didn't have any in, any flu numbers from last year because it's all in this test. Yeah, so the flu, if you, you have go, a common cold, it's picking it up. Yeah. Even if you don't have any symptoms. And one of the biggest lies, one of the biggest hoaxes as a part of this was asymptomatic spread. Does it make sense to you that somebody that's not sneezing on you isn't sick? Have you ever stayed home? Have you ever, have you ever, had you ever during flu season had no symptoms whatsoever and thought, I better go get tested if I've got the flu before I leave the house? Not once. I hope you haven't because that's moronic. That's insane what we're doing. And by the way, the CDC has changed. You know how the goalpost has been changing 14 days of flattening the curve, da, da, da. Along 14 days, by right. the way. Yeah. Remember how we heard about herd immunity back yep. in the day? The CDC has changed on their website the definition of herd immunity. What's it changed to? It changed from herd immunity is derived from people building up immunities through either natural immunity, having had the virus, being exposed to the virus, and or being vaccinated from a virus. Now, the only way to achieve herd immunity, according to the CDC. Vaccination. Yeah. Let's talk Newsom. You had some comments you wanted to make about Gavin Newsom and the recall. Yeah, uh, and he's not wrong, and this is paraphrasing. I read an article today that basically said, again, I'm paraphrasing, Newsom said that the way this recall election is going to turn out is not just going to affect California. 
it's pretty much going to affect the rest of the nation. He's 100% right because – and it doesn't matter which way it shakes out. If he's recalled, you're actually going to see a lot more people stand up for what they believe is right because of whatever measures have been taken in their state. And if not, you're going to t- people are going to say, what does my voice matter? Well, it's going to have national implications from a variety of standpoints. Um, first of all, so goes California. California so is goes the, the nation. So goes the nation. And California is the sixth largest economy, I believe, even in the world. And, and it's being crushed. And, you know, and, and as as we rise up to into more and more and more communism here, it eventually, as we have, it eventually rolled out to the rest of the nation. If the voters of California, of which... We Republican Republican uh, registration uh, uh, registrated voters are in at third, right? There's more Democrats, certainly number one. Then there's more independents than there are Republicans. They know that if he if he gets recalled, that that in and of itself is an example of civil disobedience. That is Democrats saying we are done with you and your in your communistic crap, right? And they're so panicked of that right now. That they're running all these ads, including Elizabeth Warren. Tell me if you think this is good strategy, because okay. I don't know if you've seen it. What uh, they're running uh, commercials on radio and TV is Elizabeth Warren and others saying, tying in this recall to January 6th, saying January 6th was about questioning an election. It was about an insurrection. And the same people behind the recall are the same people that are that, were, that basically this is this is another form of insurrection. That's nonsensical. There's another host here in San Diego who calls himself a conservative in the afternoon who's saying that that's a strategy that might work. Do you believe that? Do I believe it might work? What they're trying to do is not. drum up their trying. They're trying to drum up. They know that what he's saying is they know that this is recall special recall and special elections are really about turnout and that they're trying what they're trying to do is increase the turnout of far left Dems who hate Trump and get them out in droves um, to overtake the Democrats and, and everybody else that want to get rid of get rid. I don't think in other words, they're trying to. Um, their get out the vote campaign is anti-Trump, anti-MAGA. See, and where they're trying to, I'm going to take back my answer, where they are trying to make it about political party and they're saying that this is a Republican-led effort. This is not a Republican-led effort, and people know it. They have Democrat, Independent, and Republican citizens alike whose businesses and families have been devastated, businesses not opening again, families that are having a hard time making it. So I, I take back my answer. Uh, I know I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work either. It, if there was a chance it was going to work, it was before he decided to be stupid, and um, and now um, crap going on. Like even even if the stuff going on in San Diego where they're about to shut down uh, outside dining for restaurants in the middle of this, and and it, even even at the county level, it's still going to blow back on Newsom. It right now. The dumbest thing he could be doing is supporting anything that has to do, Delta variant or not, anything that has to do with shutdowns of any kind, mask mandates of any kind, any of that. I think it's a death knell for him. Not that I support the dimmer switch, but he should leave it right where it is, turn it to the off position and walk away till after the election. But he's doubling down. Yeah. Um, and it, it, we'll see We'll see if what happens in the next 30 days or so. Uh, that reminds me, before we take a break... Um, one of the reasons why they're worried is there's a new man in town running for governor and it's Larry Elder. And he is actually going to be down at the Republican Party event on August 9th. That's next Monday 
And I'm actually going to be doing my show from there, broadcasting live from the Republican Party of San Diego County Central Committee meeting on Monday, August 9th. That's next Monday at 6. Mike Netter is going to be there. He's the co-founder of the Recall Movement. And Larry Elder, a man, Larry Elder, is going to be there. It's free admission. It's open to the public. Um, but you need to reserve a seat because just like when the, when Caitlyn Jenner was down there, it was jam-packed and it was sold out. So go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com to reserve your seat. We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got some breaking news to tell you guys about election fraud. And that's why big tech has gotten involved with some more uh, censorship. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay. Telling you like it is. All while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Actually, I'm not eating a donut tonight. I'm actually donutless, and I'm, it's ki- killing me, actually. Anyway, glad to have you guys with me tonight. 888-344-1170. Feel free to give us a buzz here and answer the question of the day as I opened the show was, do you think that Trump should come out in the no jab category and push back as the mandates uh, continue to uh, be pushed and grow on the American people? Hey, there's two things. There's there the two biggest areas in which we have been censored in the last year or two and will continue to be as more information comes out is election fraud and the jab and anything related to coronavirus. And we've spent a lot, good bit of time tonight talking about the jab. Now we got to switch gears into the election fraud. I mentioned briefly last week that uh, Twitter, that uh, there had been some big tech collusion with with. Uh, with the government to take down some sites uh, and and accounts related to the audit. And here to explain more about it, I mentioned it last week, but I didn't get into the details. So I'm bringing on tonight Annalisa Pesek. She is with The New American as a writer, and she's written an article that gets into the details of what happened with this big tech collusion to try to cover up the election um, audits happening. Hi, Annalisa. Welcome to The Andrea K Show. Hi, Andrea. Great to be with you. Thanks so much. Thank for you. Me. Yeah. So what happened? I know I mentioned the headline last week that Twitter had gotten together, you know, to to silence uh, some people that were doing stuff with the election fraud. But I didn't really have the details on that. Share with everybody what went on. Well, several things happened last week and the timing of all of it is very interesting Big tech and government censorship are, you know, in love. That This is a marriage that is only intensifying. And basically, Twitter suspended a total of eight accounts last week, oh. all having to do with the audits going on. And, well, the big one is the Arizona audit. And then there are plans to do audits in Georgia, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. So they suspended the Maricopa audit uh, account, and then they also suspended what, I guess they were audit war room. War room is, you know, a a place that people are talking about these audits, and they created multiple Twitter accounts. So they've suspended them all for the reason of manipulation of the platform. And if I read to you the definition of what Twitter is saying that these accounts are doing, you'll, you'll find this you know, extremely ironic. Uh, they say that the Twitter services may not be used in a manner intended to artificially amplify or suppress information or engage in behavior 
Yeah, it's funny. That manipulates or disrupts people's experience on Twitter. So apparently, these accounts are giving, you know, amplifying the suppression of information. I, this doesn't even make sense. No, it doesn't, because what it is, is it's projection, right? I mean, they're, they're doing basically what they're accusing the accounts of doing is they're manipulating and suppressing information and controlling the flow of information. And quite frankly, they're certainly interfering with my experience because I got on, as did most Americans, initially in the early days of social media, you know, it was a way for me to connect with old sorority sisters. And then quickly it became a way for us to share truthful information as the mainstream media was, you know, years ago was already a, a propaganda arm for the Democrats. And so then they had to start deplatforming and shadow banning and on and on and on. And, you know, it's and, and it's actually worked for them to to when you see the people that have bought into the lies, bought it, whether it's about the elections, whether it's about the, the coronavirus and, the, and, and everything related to that, you control the message and you effectively control the minds. And I, I, and somebody and there's so many different aspects of what's going on with the election <clears throat> stuff. I mean, we've got all these audits everywhere at the same time that we've got Mike Lindell who's going to be doing his cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. I don't know if you've been reporting on that. That has to do with 37 terabytes stuff going on with machines. Then we've got this report out today. I don't know if you heard about this. Annalisa Breitbart's reporting that they uncovered an email that showed the Milwaukee elections executive laughing about the election steal on election night. Um, I don't know if you heard this story. It's uh, the email was to Claire Woodall Vogue, the executive director for the, the elections in Milwaukee. And in the email, Ryan Chu, um, uh, I, I guess from a group called Election Group. Here's what he said. Dang, Claire, you have a flair for drama delivering just the margin needed at 3 a.m. I bet you had those votes counted at midnight and just wanted to keep the world waiting. And uh, Ms. Claire is the executive director of the Election Commission of the city of Milwaukee. And evidently she was working alone late at night with the voting machines. And this hasn't been suppressed so far. Um, But what they're clearly trying to do is try to hide as much information as possible from the American people. Certainly so long as they can continue to manipulate and interfere with the minds of Americans with this January 6th commission so that anybody questions the outcome. They they want the outcome of these audits and anything related to the fraud to come out after they've already used this January 6th commission, in my opinion, to declare 75 million MAGA voters. Anybody questions the election as an insurrectionist and a terrorist. I think that's the game being played played here. How do you see it? Well, it's funny because the Democrats... Um, are the ones who are always saying we have to get to the root cause of the issue. And before we get to the solution, we need to know why these migrants are leaving Central America. We need to go down there and figure out the cause. (laughs) And yet the cause of most of these audits are Americans having disbelief in the integrity of the 2020 presidential election. And that was why So many hundreds of thousands of patriots gathered on Washington, D.C. on January 6th to voice that concern. And, you know, they've used that. They've never once looked at that event and said, what's really going on here? Why are all these people here? What are they really here for? Well, we were all there, you know, to to voice uh, our our concerns over our elections Mm -hmm. and it and, and anybody that wasn't there or can say that President Trump tried to 
encourage an insurrection is just a liar, you know, because he, that's not what happened. And, but really the root cause of what that came out of that day was because there are people who do not believe that this was a legitimate election. And we as Americans have the right to get to the bottom of it. And it shouldn't be a partisan issue. This is what I, I scratching my head all the time when I'm writing about this stuff, because I'm thinking, why is this so one-sided? You know, why is it just the Republicans leading the audits? Why are we not unified on this front? Because this is for the entire good, the good of the entire country. And so, you know, why are we not being more transparent with the audits? You know, Karen Fan came out. She's the Senate president of uh, Arizona, came out recently with uh, information that they held at, you know, had at a hearing where the auditors presented findings from the preliminary audits, and it was damning information, okay? Mm -hmm. Almost 100,000 ballots are in question. Mm -hmm. And Joe Biden won in that state by 10,000 votes. So, oh, and by the, the way, excuse me for interrupting. I'm going to remind everybody when the word Arizona comes out, this is the state that Fox called too early. Yes, <clears throat> yes, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. Called too early. And, you know, by 10 o'clock p.m., that map was still Republican red. And in the morning, we all woke up and it was suddenly mm-hmm. you know, Biden blue. And we're, what happened? But, you know, my, my point is this, that there was disciplinary action taken against the auditors uh, of the who are doing the Arizona Senate audit saying that you know you, you gave information too soon. Well, my question is why is this information not disclosed to the public? Why mm-hmm. why is it not a completely transparent process for for both both sides, right? And you know, what what are we well, why are we going about it this way when this should be something the DOJ is looking into? Although the DOJ, inter- interestingly enough, published an article the day after Twitter suspended those accounts on federal constraints of election audits. So this is a this is the timing was interesting that mm-hmm. this report came out from the federal government saying we are going to impose constraints on these state audits. Wow regardless of what, what the, the relevant state law is. Well, well, yeah, because the, the, that's just, I mean, are we, are we fully in a lawless country now at this point? I mean, do, where do we have the Constitution being applied anywhere? I mean, it's absolutely crazy. The de- this should be a nonpartisan issue, but the reality is is the, the Democrats have successfully turned the Democrat Party into one that, does, that, that is all about uh, winning at any, at any price. They don't, they don't care about winning legitimately. The, the, the end justifies the means, and the end will be a centralized system of power and communism. And quite frankly, it's already taking place when we have businesses being controlled. And, and now they want to, and, and, and when they're able to centrally control, if they get HR1 passed, where they're centrally controlling the elections, then, then we're completely toast. By the way, I want to follow up before I let you go. And that story about the Milwaukee elections, um, that one of the people, that this group that was involved, election group, uh, is also was also involved in uh, Georgia. This is oh, yeah. This is the election the group. GA. Yes. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I covered the 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 Georgia integrity election integrity group, but I have not seen this uh, new article, so I will look that up yeah. as soon as we hang up. Yeah. This uh, Claire's friend who sends her that email, laughing and congratulating her 
on uh, the, the the theft is, uh, is from the elections group, not elections integrity group. I'm sorry. The elections group, which is connected to George Soros and Jennifer Morrell. And they were also present um, in Georgia. And Morrell was one of the observers selected by Katie Hobbs in Arizona to review the Senate's election audit in Maricopa County. So, wow. yeah. So it's all these same people in all these same contested states they were in on the steal, and they're trying to do everything they can. To, that's why big tech's involved to shut down any facts that are out there and shut down anybody that's sharing the facts. And I thank you for sharing it in uh, your articles at The New American as well as on the show tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, y'all stay tuned. We got more to talk about on the other side of the break. We got to get into the infrastructure bill. Who knew that gender, human, inf- it's all about the human infrastructure? I can't even say it. It's so stupid. Human infrastructure when we get back. I don't don't show me your human in- infrastructure. Keep that to yourself. People. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's. Andrea Casio, Josh Holly. Just as infrastructure itself is not a luxury but a necessity. Oh, I thought it was. I, I misread it. I thought he. I thought he. I was quoting Josh Holly here that infrastructure is not hungry. That's what you planted in my See mind. Talking about yes, look at what Although, you did talking to me about Popeye. It should be infrastructure. Let's point it that should out. be infrastructure. Um, now, what they have done is they have added gender identity. Into you know what this should be funny, but it's really not. Andrew, didn't they come out last? Didn't even McConnell come out last week and say that there is no funny business in this bill? Yeah, and this is this is absolutely insane. Um, gender identity. I don't see here how the money is going to be spent. It doesn't. It doesn't say that. It doesn't which... really say how it's going to be spent. But we can probably guesstimate that it's going to be spent um, in the form of probably funding programs. Like Drag Queen Story Hour, um, funding funding stuff like you're now going to have to pay for somebody's uh, 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 gender confirmation is what they call it now. It used to be called the sex change. This Neither might one seem of like those a stupid is, question. Whatever happened to bridges and roads? Um, th- that's that's not considered infrastructure anymore. I guess apparently. What's next? Uh, I guess I guess th- I guess this is considered infrastructure because we're now going to have to pay for boob jobs for men who want to call themselves women, right? I mean, uh, that's what's going on with the military. Meanwhile, if you're a wife of a soldier and you feel like you could feel more like a woman if you got a breast augmentation, that's not covered. Why wouldn't that? Why wouldn't that be covered? Along with this, yeah, this is insane. But they will, they will, because you know what? I heard a term today, a tino, which is a a Trump a Trump supporter in name only in the Republican (laughs) Party. I love that too. Let me give you an example of a tino, Christy Nome. Get the wording here. Of how clever she is or trying to be clever and pretending that she's a conservative. We dodged a bullet with this woman. She got a lot of credit for how she handled coronavirus. But you've got to pay really close attention to these elected official, quote, Republicans who claim to be conservative and MAGA. Workers whose employers are mandating a vaccine for continued employment have the power to say no. Our robust economy and job market gives them the option 
to find a new employer that values personal choice and responsibility and doesn't force mandates on their employees. In other words, like we used to say at Xerox, you don't like a McDonald's is hiring. How is that? You know what? I have zero respect for this woman at this point. This literally makes me angry. That was weasel speak. Total weasel speak. And that's the Republican Party in general. This is why we've got of these establishment hacks. This is why we need to be supporting local races and we need to encourage conservative conservatives to throw their hat in the ring larry elder kevin Kiley in california absolutely absolutely larry elder doesn't have to be at, at almost 70 years kevin old Kiley and is successful is they don't have great man. right absolutely um i also think though you got to be uh, one of the things that we need to be doing is we need to be strategic when we decide uh to, to support conservatives we need more conservatives to run for local level Kevin Kiley at the local level. Just start at the local level, which is what Kevin Kiley did, right? And now he's working his way up to governor. I think it makes sense for Larry Elder with his large platform to make a run for governor. You know, either way, I want to see them work together. Uh, uh, absolutely. But I think that we need to encourage more conservatives to be running um, for sheriff, to be running for city council, to be running I for agree. school board. We need to get much more involved in, 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 in local elections. Um, Kamala Harris. Oh, those approval numbers looking. Wow. I don't think I've ever in my life. Is there a more cushy job than vice president of the United States? Might be the cushiest. It is the cushiest job. I mean, what do you really do but fly around at ceremony? You're almost kind of like the head of the Chamber of Commerce going to ribbon cutting ceremonies. I mean, that's really the equivalent of the vice presidency, right? I think that they, they handpicked a woman who couldn't get past the first debate because she was so unlikable. She was less... Less likable than a moldy, stinky, wet sponge on your sink, okay? She's toe jam. That's how unlikable she is. But I think that they thought that Biden would make it a year and that she's so far left that she'd be able to ride it out. And what they didn't what they didn't bank on is that unless they kept her hidden away from everybody, that she was going to tank. I don't know if they, they want – I don't know if the establishment wants Biden to go away now. I, they don't. I don't believe that they do. Um, her approval rating is lower than his at this point. Do you know how bad you have to come across to the public to be lower than a man who just said, who here just, we go again, who just told the reporter that he wiped his butt. Couldn't believe this was true when you said it. The proof of the, you know, it's going to be in the, in the pudding, you know, what's it going to look like? When your approval rating is lower than somebody who says that or I wipe my butt, (laughs) you're toast, lady. Why wasn't that even censored when it was said? I don't know. But that's how bad her approval rating is. So I don't know what's going to happen. This is one of the reasons why, to round out the show, this is one of the reasons why they got to, they've got to completely control the message. They've got crap going on like CNN tonight with some ICU nurse going on there saying that it's, things are worse now than they were in 2020 in hospitals, which is so stupid. This is why they got to shut down and, and control any election stuff. And this is why they're really amping up this January 6th stuff, right? And then trying to tie that in to California's recall here. Um, they, they can't sell who they are. They can't sell their policies with any truth or facts. They've got to lie and smear. Hey, you know, follow me. California goes, get That's out right. and vote. Ourfreenation.org. Uh, our we'll see you tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.